Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Kalifu, and this is level 271. And joining me tonight is Big L. That's a nice fireplace. Oh, but thank you. That would make no sense to audio listeners, but oh, um, if, you're not, you're... if you're just listening, you should be joining us on Twitch. Well, what's happening is that Ooh. Fufu, um, he's got on a, a robe. And he's smoking a pipe. Uh oh. And is a what? 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 Oh. Uh oh. Why are you uh oing? Say something. Yeah. Oh no. I made a goof. I can't hear L. You made a goof. Smart. The, your audio wasn't coming through. It is now. And for that, uh, was it coming through? Well, of course it's coming through on L's. I was so making fun of Super Bob the whole time. the podcast. <laughs> I was making fun of Super Bob for ten minutes. My bad. It definitely was done on purpose, so you'll download and watch on YouTube. Why were we muting Big Al? Well, I we do what the fans ask us to do, Al. I promise oh. you it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> oh, and also, that's Koosh Moose that's with us. Well, you no, didn't put our names hey. on the screen. How's anyone going to tell us apart? That's true. I don't understand. Old white syndrome, you'll never <laughs> know. Put a bunch of copyrighted images that we're going to get in trouble for, but you won't put our names. Nope. You know Nintendo's coming after us right yeah, they should. Look, now. We've been do- doing this for 271 episodes. You guys Wait, are should those, know us. Are those ghost-type Pokemon? No, that's some um, Blinky, right. yes. Winky. Have, I, have I cracked the code? That's, have I cracked blinky, the code, Kenny? Blinky, Winky, Dinky, Pinky, and Slinky. Yes, you have cracked the code. Everything there oh, is a ghost. Oh, yeah. Call of Duty go on. Uh, so as there I was you saying go. before, <laughs> are we starting over? <laughs> Nah, we're not going to start over. This is all going to stay in here. We'll the, for this to make more sense, you'll have to go online and watch. Oh, and Nerdy Neo, my shirt is Alluviette. It's a folk metal band. For elves? folk here. No one likes that kind of talk. Or music. You can look at my shirt next. Oh, God. It's a... Crunch. Oh, no. But, oh, God. I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> You're going to get his band. I didn't see what it was. What is it? I'm going to hold it up like this. Big L died from dysentery, I think it says. Yes. Help fight dysentery. It's a very popular shirt. <laughs> it's an Oregon nice. Trails. Yeah. It's a nice. very popular shirt. Like Unfortunately, Discord flips our cameras, and I haven't been able to figure that out, which I might have a fix for that. I just thought about that. I'll try it later. Recording in front Next of time. a mirror. Get a mirror. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they both are, they both get to the same spot. Someone's watched Harriet the Spy. The science guy? What? what? Yeah, Harriet the Spy science guy, yes. I have no idea what that is. It's uh okay. It sounds like an old person uh Werf Waldo thing. And, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> All out. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Let's go ahead and jump into our topic of discussion. Uh, apparently, Wild West hates Harry at this point. Uh, topic of discussion this week. This one comes from Koosh. <laughs> he says, in the spirit of the current TA contest, give us a gaming trick or treat. A game you wish you you never started and why, or a great game you've recently played that you want to shout out. A bunch of our patrons did actually both of them. Yeah. But either way, Nate. Yeah. Go ahead and start okay. reading them out. And treat, Halloween Berry. Trick and treat, exactly. Uh, Halloween Berry says, trick, Elder Scrolls Online. We don't need to read anything else. He's right. 
Uh, but we will no. anyway. This game didn't feel like an Elder Scrolls game to me. It didn't grab me at all. I think the game is better with friends, and I've never played it with anyone. It's a 1,000 plus, I'm assuming hour, completion with one very tough achievement. Uh, or maybe that's a gamer score? I don't know. A title update, ESO completion. has never heard of them, or maybe it's plus. both. Uh, as the game currently <laughs> has 30 paid DLC packs. Uh, with that said, if anyone wants to work on this, oh I would be God. down for that because smell this, it smells horrible. Um, See, yeah, I like the ESO, but I, I could never really get into it either. It's definitely better with friends. When I had friends, I could play it. Playing by myself, nah. This is the Achievement Hunter version of This Smells Horrible here. Smell it. They're like, uh, this game is horrible. Why don't you join me and we'll suffer together? Uh, <clears throat> that's what it sounds like to me. Misery loves company. Exactly. Uh, Full Gore Latin says Boom Blaster. This is a trick, by the way. Uh, is a caramel apple that's actually an onion. This is a terrible use of code and a waste of money at literally any price. Total trick. But if you want to treat yourself, I've been having a pretty good time with the new Saints Row. If you completely divorce yourself from the previous series, it's a good time. I'd recommend it on a steep discount. And that's the beautiful thing is uh, now that that uh, developer is gone, um, they they were uh, broken up and disbanded. Um, the, hopefully, we'll get a good sale. Um, you know, year end of the year might be a good time to pick that up. Do you know what he means by new Saints Row? Like. I know there is a remaster of one of them that just came out, or is there was there like no, that's Saint not Trump a remaster. That is, that is a brand new uh, IP. It's a reboot, well, not IP, but it's a, it's a brand new. It's a reboot of Saints Row. Oh, it was. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. See, I know nothing about Saints Row, other that you can have giant purple thingies to hit people with. You could say dildo on this. <laughs> yeah, podcast. that's the old one. I don't. You could. Say, I don't know if the new one has that or not. I haven't played it. I've been waiting for it to hit five dollars. Um, just I mean, like then uh, you'll play co-op. It might come with games of gold. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Playing co-op. Five bucks. Oh, co-op. Co-op simul yeah, sure, multiplayer versus. Oh, oh, there's a million games. I'm sorry, I can't keep track of them all, especially games <laughs> I have no interest in. You would like Centro. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, Fug would like Saints Row. He's that he's the type that would. Um, whatever that means. Uh, so my answer, uh, I will give you a trick. Um, I just played it recently. I had bought this game and I was thinking, hey, I like uh, you know twin stick shooters and um, shmups, and I will uh, just pick this thing up because it looks cool and I held onto it for a while. And then I just I started to play it. Uh, the game is called After Wave Downfall. Now. The thing about this game that stinks is how short it is and how they could have made a totally cool game. Um, it's kind of fun, but uh, the achievements come really quickly. I know you don't want to hear this is an achievement podcast. You're used to hearing about, oh, it's so quick. It's half an hour and you're done. Um, I wanted this to be better than that because um, the graphics are kind of you know better than like your typical $5 game. Um, and uh, it just seems like there's a lot of meat on the bone and they... You know, they could have taken this farther, uh, but uh, I ended up beating the game. I, I rolled credits on it, and uh, I, I just did not feel like I got my $5 worth out of it. Uh, total trick. Uh, hmm. And I just, it was just kind of a letdown. Uh, as for a treat. Doesn't look bad. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's going to uh, agree with me here or not, but uh, what I considered a treat, I played 
a week or so ago, and it's Night at the Museum 2. Oh, here we which go. Which is a uh, non-backwards... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love my 360 tie-ins. Uh, oh. And so this is a tie-in game with Ben Stiller. Oh. It's actually got Ben Stiller voicing it. Wait, for real? Oh. It's a real treat. It's Yeah, yeah. So wow. ben, ben Stiller, I think, maybe is the only guy from the from the actual movie uh, to, to reprise his voice role. Uh, there might be others, but I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I've seen the trailers, and um, it's so good. <laughs> I love those those movies. I love them. So I have to say, this game is not bad. It's uh, you know it's simple, uh, but they do a pretty good job of having interesting levels and different things to do in each area that you go to, and um, uh, it's not terribly hilarious, but they try, and maybe that's funny. Um, so. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good game. You get like these different powers for this tablet. I don't want to give away the... I'm assuming that's what the movie uh, was because it's a tie-in. Uh, so you get a whole Something bunch of different like powers that. that you end up using to to solve uh, little tasks around these uh, four or five or six or eight levels. I don't know how many you do. Uh, but it's a fun little game, and I had a great time with it. And it was, uh, I don't know, I'm going to say like six hours, something less than that maybe. Uh, and uh, yeah. TA says done. three to four. There you go, three to four. What is time but a construct? Um, <laughs> and, and of course, it doesn't keep track of 360 gameplay time, so I can't tell you how yeah. long I was playing it for. So I did it over a weekend. Two hours. You're a good yeah. gamer. Well, uh, it might have been a little more than two, but um, I played it over a weekend, and I had a great time with it, and it's going back on the shelf. It's done. Amazing. What a treat. Man, I want to watch those movies now. I haven't watched them in so long. Both of them are great. You know what I want? I want a Mystery Men game. A Mystery Men? Remember, I have a question. Do you remember for Mystery Kenny. Men, the movie? Uh, I don't remember Mystery Men. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to be real careful to Google what this am I while ask Kenny? we're live. Uh, if it's worth the price. I'm going to ask Kenny if he remembers what museum, not at the museum, takes place in. Uh, Smithsonian. Okay. We'll go with that. I have are you, are, you, no, are you sad? Are your final answer? <laughs> you sad I have you no that? idea what Mystery Men is. <laughs> it's in New York, though. It's the New York Smithsonian. It's right? the Museum of Natural History in New York. Natural History. There you go. Good job, nerdy. Wow. It's mostly dinosaurs and Native American things and the planet Arium. I could have swore it was... It, I don't remember being at, being at that. I thought it was at the Smithsonian as well. Huh. Okay. And I have no idea what Mystery Man is, Nate. Okay. Well, just think Ben Stiller, uh, Pee Wee Herman, but he's not Pee Wee oh. Herman. He's playing a different oh. character. That's one of those movies that was out when I worked at Blockbuster that nobody ever rented. Janine, Janine Garofalo. Oh. Have you ever seen that movie? I don't know who that is. <laughs> of course you have. No, he's not. Is there a Mystery <laughs> Man have. on Of course 360? I have. That's what I want. I want a tie-in. I don't think it exists. I'm going to have to go look. make it for you. We're gonna make it happen. Thank you. Get Tyler to make it for me if it doesn't uh, exist, no please. Problem. With the RPG maker. That's how you do it. Exactly. I'll I'll take it. What about you, L? Uh, can you read? Um, I read from a card. You don't need to read from a card. It's all on a Google Doc. Oh, cool. What are we up to? Scott Avesi. Scott Avesi. That would cool. be it. That's the one. He did a cool thing on the podcast last week or two weeks ago or something with Chewy. Uh, 
two weeks. Yeah, he did the thing about the never-ending stories. It was awesome. Good job, Scott. I'll base that. All right. Yeah, I, I, just, I don't remember which one it was he, on. They all run together, man. I think <laughs> too many of these. Yeah, we've done a bunch of these. I think he started the trend of putting both of them, so he's it's his fault for this. His trick is I'm not. Hey, I'm not Duke mad. Nukem forever. He said, I dove it in 2012 and finally got back to it in 2021, but absolutely hated everything about it. The combat is clunky. Check. The humor is tasteless. Uh, I think you knew what you were in there so for bad. that one, dude. That one, you can't say. Uh, uncheck. It's extra bad, though. The game. Well, come on. The first thing you do in the game is pee and step and poop. How is that tasteless? I don't know. And this guy um, hasn't played McPixel. The gameplay is boring. Okay, check. And the achievements are obnoxious. Check. You didn't even say the worst part about the game, the load times. Ugh, horrible. It's got to be sick. And yes, the achievements are crappy because there's, I think, three different difficulties and they don't stack. So... Ugh, that's the worst. That That is the biggest achievement sin. To be fair, the game was designed 20 years before it came out. There were no achievements back then. That's true. <laughs> yes. Fair point. The, um, what's the story about the? I think it was in the Discord recently. Someone was talking about how someone f- bought Duke Nukem Forever secondhand, and they found the receipt from the with the original pre-order in it from whenever it was first announced. Wow, for real? Yeah, it was something like that. I'm sure someone will remember. That's wild. He said, I did manage to complete the story and get all the achievements I wanted to, but I will never do the DLC, and I just wish this game was never on my tag to begin with. So, Well, if it's on your tag, that means you have to do a DLC. I know there's this $10 DLC that has never been on sale, and it's driving me crazy as well. I think it's supposed to be decent. Well, what if you flew to Argentina? I don't think that works for 360, but maybe. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work for 360 so well, unless you know a guy. Well, even then, I don't think that works so well. I don't know. I don't do it. I don't know if the game is out in Argentina yet, to be honest. They're so far behind. Time zones and all that. Australia. So I got to say, with all of this talk about Duke Nukem Forever being bad, it just makes me want to play it. I want to try it now. It's the Waka effect. (laughs) I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) I have played it. I I just found it kind of hard. Most people play got the achievement for beating it on normal, but there's like hard and very hard or whatever the equivalent is and no one very few people have those achievements i've never actually played it but virez on youtube has done a just bad games on it and it looks awful that's the charm looks so bad i i don't ever want to try it it's duke man, there's nukem, some man. bad games out there it's duke nukem you kill them huge boss on a football field i have with a no big love bazooka and then you down his neck. You know, there's Duke Nukem. I have no love for Duke Nukem. I'm too young to have played the original. I don't have time for them boomer shooters. I think Jables is making a joke called uh, DNF, so Duke Nukem Forever is the equivalent of did not finish. Mm-hmm. Did not yeah. finish, yeah. <laughs> nice. That one's... Well, what about his treat? Well, look at you leading me on. I love it. Far Cry 5 is Scott of Ace's treat. I dove it in 2021 and didn't like it at all, but I finally gave it another chance in 2022 and wound up blasting through the story and then went back to 4 and 3 to do the same with them. That's backwards. Oh, dang. I wow. don't know what it was the first time, but this is one of my favorite series now, and I'm glad I finally got into it. 
Oh wow, Scarface! I was just complimenting you on your job with Chewy, but this this take is bad. <laughs> no one likes Ubisoft. And also, games. how many months did it take you to? How long did it take you to do all of those games? Yeah, like five, four, three. Those games are huge, right? Well, maybe he didn't complain to me. Just play. That's Ooh, true. Just, he just beat the story. Still not as bad as Daikantana. Oh, I know that game. I think Just Bad Games did one did that also. The um, oh, what's his name that did it? I, I'm not gonna remember it. I probably Romero? never heard. Is it Romero? No. What's yeah, Romero, Romero. That's it. Romero. Daikatana. Yeah, that's it. John Romero. Yeah. Yeah, John Romero. That's his name. I knew I heard. I, I knew I would know if I heard. Yeah, that game looks way worse than Duke Nukem Forever. I think I'd rather complete Duke Nukem Forever before playing Daikatana. I think you would like it. Uh, I talk about just bad games a lot. It's just like it's that you would like so Duke Nukem Forever because it's just like Doom, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> this time I'm being serious. It's like Doom. I know it is. Um, MDP says Big L. What once tricked me into playing a few games simul. That is true. I did trick him. We played some lawsuits uh, pending and point and clicks and. I really wish I got Kenny to play those with me. He loves point and clicks. Ugh, and God, the no. treat is obviously Rocket League. It's free to play, so go play it. I think most of us played Rocket League when it was not free to play, sir. But I guess being free would convince I was some say, people. I don't even remember it going free to play. Uh, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. I bought it forever ago. I don't think I bought it. I think what? I waited. What's up, Oz? Yeah, once it became yeah. free, it started with the stupid Battle Pass nonsense. The stuff. Well, there's more money. The stuff in that, that gets you addicted. Oh man, I played it. I bought it. Started playing it forever ago. Game's crazy. Oh. It was Game Pass before free to play, is what Fug says. That makes sense. Oh. I would probably play if it was on Game Pass. I, I think you right. finish it. I'm pretty sure it was Game Pass before free to play. From free to free. Got it. I never played it either, or finished it either. Uh, Wild West says my trick. Oh, Scotchman's here. What? Pop. Pop. Nothing, go ahead. I don't know what's going on. Oh, actually, Hero joined the chat room. You got excited? I'm talking to chat. Go ahead and keep reading. Ignore me. Okay, cool. Hi, chat. Wild West Await says, my trick game recently was DC Super Pets. Didn't they put you up to this? (laughs) I was expecting to yell at them. (laughs) My kids liked the movie, so we played it, and even they were bored after a few minutes. Not a great kids game. Wow, that's bad. My recent treat game was Friday the 13th Killer Puzzle. I really enjoy this puzzler and doing the kills with different weapons. Oh, that's interesting. That that game actually is fun. I'm currently playing that game right now. It is. You'll find this shocking on my RTDL this month. Unfortunately, this game has some grindy achievements that are unnecessary. Uh, so there's one for reaching rank 100 in Bloodlust. And once you re- uh, finish the story, you're at about rank 30. So there's rank 50, which is bad enough, Oof. and there's rank 100. And then there's the murder marathon mode yeah, where awful. you just do the um, kills only. You don't do the puzzles. And you have to do 1,000 kills in there, including the 30 consecutive ones, which Oof. is just a pain. And you have to do that over and over and over to get the Bloodlust achievement. So it's a good game marred with a kind of a 
crappy end game list. But I agree, it is fun. And having the Friday the 13th... I enjoyed those puzzles. Having the Friday the 13th license made it way better than Slayaway Camp. Although Slayaway Camp had, had some fun parody stuff uh, in its own right. I never played Slayaway Camp. I just did the killer puzzle. Really? Or played killer puzzle. Yeah, you basically played it then. Do, complete it. Yeah, I know they're basically the same. Same art style, same puzzles. Same type of puzzle. Yeah, Nate likes to trick people into playing games a lot. So he treated me to uh, oh. Lies of P. It was not nice. Wait. <laughs> he tricked me and treated me. It was rude. He tricked you into playing Lies of well, P. Well, I said I was going to play it, and I did. But uh, fortunately, the way but that's not me. That's the you. way I play is <laughs> you tricked you. <laughs> no, you told me to. You said it was um, a one to two hour easy game. I well, I mean, would like to see that receipt. But it's a Souls-like. <laughs> and by that, it means it's uh, like on your shoe. Um, I got nothing. But it's hard. Uh, it's a Souls-like. Oh, Dark It's supposed souls. to be hard. <laughs> Why didn't you say so? Yeah, I'm trying to think of a good game I played There's... recently. Party Animals? We played Party Animals before the show. That was fun. That's definitely a treat. I, I had a treat. You don't play any good games. You only play those crappy $5 East Asia Soft games. I don't play you any good games. You only have tricks. I don't. But I'm going to talk about something a little later of my uh, game plan for the month. Oh, boy. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, in that case, it's your turn. I want to go ahead. And start reading some responses. First one comes from Spooky. Uh, he says, My treat is Lamentum. When the last WTF is this thing, random games from gold offerings from a few months ago, a goal ago. Turns out it's basically a pixel art Resident Evil throwback with a neat and gruesome Lovecraftian vibe. That sounds up his alley. I never played Resident Evil, so. And then he goes on oopsies, to say, my trick is Metamorphosis, a cool little adventure game where you play as a man who's been turned into a cockroach. That sounds awful. Unfortunately, when they patch it for Series X enhancements, they also patch out the ability to play it past a certain point on any console apart from the Series X because one level loads up on a black screen on every other console. That game-breaking patch was three years ago. Mental Night and I still have hope. My Series X is broken. Uh, that sucks. I own the game. I didn't know that it only works on Series X. And my Series X... I'm sorry, not, not my Series X. My Did he say 1X? Uh, or Series X? On a, they also patch out the ability to play it past a certain point on any console apart from the Series X. Oh, well, then I'm fine. <laughs> it's a treat. What a double treat. Thank you, Chewy. Yeah, just buy a Series X. Don't get a Series S or something else. Upgrade. Uh, P. Tartmus says Far Cry Dragon or Far Cry Blood Dragon is a trick. This game has been an extremely unpleasant, ex unpleasant experience for me. I am terrible at stealth, and this game requires doing a lot of stealthing. Not to mention everything kills you, and I don't know where I'm being killed from. Also, there are dragons. 
What's wrong with that? That I also can't kill, and they try and they like to kill me very quickly. I have no clue what is going on in this game. Everything has been so unpleasant. I have put this game to rest permanently. I know some people are super hyped about this game on the podcast, but this is a strong pass for me. She upset that there's a dragons yeah, in a game called Far Cry Blood Dragon. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering why she put this on her tag to begin oh. with. You know, because she you tries hyped, to guard that thing. I didn't hype it up. I've never played a Far Cry game. It's good. It's significant. I've never significantly played one. I played like two or something like that on a, at a friend's house. And then a Heiser says, my trick is hail to the chimp. In addition to being a bad and overly difficult party game for the 360, it also has two missable achievements where missing it is tied to your gamer tag. As in, if you mess up, there's nothing you can ever do to get those achievements. Not deleting your save, uh, not deleting your profile, and re-downloading nothing. You have to come in first in every level without without ever failing for one. Then you have to do it again, but on a much harder difficulty that is damn near impossible to win, let alone beat every level without failing. And if you ever fail without dashboarding quick enough, that's a permanent broken achievement you can do nothing about. I never finished the first run through the game, and I only remember that there was one time I wasn't sure if I dashboarded in time or not, so I might not even get the achievement for the first playthrough on the off chance I ever go back. That sounds horrible. I think Pete should play this. Isn't this the same guy that wanted to get that Japanese console for that really god-awful, what was it? Was it a poker game or something like that? Uh... What game was that, X? That was Hail to the Chimp. Hail to the Chimp. Oh. I forget what it was. I'm pretty sure it was a high zone that, that he wanted to buy oh, some game. horrible game? game? Yeah. Some like, Japanese uh, poker game where you needed eight people that all had this stupid game. Japanese consoles and there's no translation, so you got to use Google Translate the whole time. I don't know. It sounds crazy. And he's crazy for trying to, for wanting to do it. Um, as for my game, uh, so this game definitely was a trick at first and then turned into a treat. So, oh, God, I'm so glad X is here. This makes this even better. So a few years ago, I was tricked into streaming a boomer game, uh, Dragon's Lair Trilogy. Sons of biscuits. I didn't really know what this was going into it. So you like it? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I was tricked into playing it. I started. I first started playing it. I hated it. It was awful. Every but everyone watched me fail. Or loved to watch me fail at the game since you know I was streaming it. And then as I was going through it, I got a little bit better. I understood what I needed to do. And I had everyone watching me and hyping me and telling me to continue with it. And I got the completion. I actually. T- Turn around, and I did like the game. I don't know if it was the game I actually enjoy or just more or less the experience. And then obviously, you know, <laughs> Dominican Bluth did the game. <laughs> oh, man. X, that was the best uh, review that we've ever done with X and I reviewing Dragon Slayer Trilogy. I'll have to find that and maybe like tag it down in the show notes or something like that. But yeah, that was definitely a game that started off as a trick and then turned into a treat. Honestly, if it had a uh, 
if it wound up having like a stack like a series x or something six yeah series x version i might actually do it again and try streaming it again i'm so I, proud of you right now <laughs> there's a lot of versions of that but is there a stack there's a 360 version a windows 8 version is it really? Well, not the trilogy, but of Dragon Slayer, but it's close enough. Hmm. We'll look into. Uh, Rucker's asking if you've Is watched your... American Tale, Five Goes West, over and over. Where all dogs go to heaven. Um, or I watched all frozen. dogs go to heaven, oh. like, <laughs> when I was in, like, fourth grade or something like that. There you go. You've been Land before time. I feel like... I remember seeing All Dogs Go to Heaven. I don't even remember why. Maybe I was at a friend's house or something like that. See, watching All Dogs Go to Heaven and then going to Pizza Hut because we had Book It coupons or something like that to get a free. Do you guys remember Book It? No, what's no. Book It? Is that, is that like the Sounds sports terrible. book that would come Okay, around? so that might have been after you. So when I was in elementary school, they had. Um, how did, how did it work? Like you would read books and then they would give you like a coupon to go to Pizza Hut or something like that. Um, oh man, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on how exactly it is. It was like if you read X amount of books in a month or each book you read, you got a tally, get so many tallies and they give you like a coupon for a free personal pizza or something like that. It, it used to be report cards when I was a kid. Like you, you know, you show your report card, and that would get you a free personal pan pizza. Oh yeah, there it is. Uh, Fog says it. Uh, backing up on read books, get personal pizza. I think every six books got you a a small personal pizza. Okay. Yeah, and it was definitely just on the honor system. I totally lied on half of them. I've <laughs> never been a reader. But yeah, that was like when I saw all dogs go go to heaven. Why did you even ask me that? <laughs> just to see if you've been bluffed. Maybe, oh. maybe there's other Don Bluth. Do you not notice you the like. same animation style? Those are all Don Bluth. You should play Space Ace. Bro. Bro. I don't remember the animation style on All Dogs Go to Heaven. Next up is Space Ace. Now that you've you finished uh, Secret of Nim, uh, Dragon Slayer. Um, I did Space Ace. It was Dragon Slayer, Dragon Slayer Two, and Space Ace. Oh, yeah. okay. So you did all three of those. Okay. Yeah, I, I completed all three of them. The actual, oh. um, uh, the actual trilogy, the game, I've got complete. <laughs> and to anyone yeah. wondering that was that was a that was a nice to anyone wondering don bluth is 86 years old and still kicking almost uh, as old as fuck yeah fuck those two things that you just said i have absolutely no idea what they are <laughs> look he, I, it is dead. wild that people don't understand that i don't do like pop culture references like whatsoever i found out uh sunday night that taylor swift and travis kelsey are dating because they went shut up on out on the screen. Yeah, we, you're a week behind. Anyway, that's enough of that. Uh, good question, Nate. That was fun. And as always, let us know of what your trick and treat games are in our Discord and the podcast discussion channel. Now, with that, Nate, you want to talk about uh, some contests? Uh, sure, I can do that. Um, so. If you've been on TA or you've been on our Discord and you've read what we've been talking about lately, uh, we've been talking about the TA contest that just started on the 2nd of October, and it's called Trick or Treat. And this thing is cool. It's probably uh, 
it might be one of my favorite contests. Uh, the only problem is that they allow me to, uh, you know, uh, ruin the experience for myself by just gorging <laughs> on tricks or treats and just going, going, going. Whereas 12 days, uh, what I like about the 12 days event is that it's kind of doled out to me little by little. So I can't just do everything all at once. But uh, with trick or treat, you can absolutely go in and uh, knock out everything you need to do. Uh, the way it works is you uh, sign up. You can then pick a trick or a treat. If you get a trick, you have to do the equivalent of uh, a badge. Challenge, yeah. Uh, or not a badge. Uh, yeah, like a challenge. So, like, you know, get spell this thing with achievement letters or, you know, play so many games in this genre. Uh, if you get a treat, then they just pick from your start, you know, whatever parameters you've set for, like, what games are in your collection, whether you want started or new or both. DLC, all those sorts of things. Uh, and then it'll pick from your, you know, the achievements that you haven't gotten yet. It'll pick like five, eight, ten, something like that. I don't know however many. I think it's ten. And then you just complete one of those. Uh, and as soon as you do your trick or your treat, you are free to pick another one. Uh, there's a bunch of re-rolls as well. So if you get stuck, uh, you can re-roll and uh, not get any credit for that and then just go do another one. Um, it's a pretty cool event. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, Fufu, I know you love these TA events. I don't do TA events at all. <laughs> My game time is limited, so I don't like people telling me what to do. That's why I don't do like RTDL and Gamertag Challenge and stuff like that. But I finally sit down and be able to play a game. I'm going to play what I want. But, uh... L. L, you love being told what to do. Yes, Corey, I know that's the joke. <laughs> I was just explaining if there might be someone new. Like Les Westlander. I like to be told what to do. <laughs> so then tell people what you think about it well interestingly <laughs> i picked uh, the true which one was which treat i picked the one where i could choose an uh, achievement to go for of, of a list of 10 and i didn't get any of them yet so i don't know uh what comes next hmm. there was nothing that stood out as oh i could get this one quickly so but i do know that Jables has been warning people not to refresh their trick-or-treat page. And he says weird things can happen. I'm not sure what that means. Losing your... Progress. I think that means that you'll yeah you'll start another treat. Like So if you just did a treat and you complete it and then you go refresh that page, like you'll immediately do a treat again without being able to pick a trick. What would you do instead? Um, well, you would have your choice. You could pick a trick or a treat. But instead of refreshing, how would you know it worked? Open up another tab. Uh, well, you just click. You ju you go back into the page a different way okay. rather than hitting like F5 or the refresh button. Yeah, so the, the actual refresh button. Ace says if you refresh the page, it starts another treat immediately, but it can spawn the same achievement apparently. So, yeah. Wow. Take it from me. Never have more than one tab open at a time. Oh, you, you would never do that. <laughs> it's like worse programming than a WWE Not game. Google Chrome, at least. Good to know. All right. But yeah, that's the trick or treat contest. And if you, I think, five of each, that's good enough for a badge. Uh, but yeah, I've been having a good time with it. Uh, and, and I am trying to uh, to limit myself. Uh, Jable says no, so I probably gave you some bad information. I don't know. Go check out TA. Um, <laughs> we're not an oh, informational podcast. Uh, <laughs> oh, you kind of are an informational podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
So apparently 13 things are needed, five of each and three, and you pick. And there's numbers, but we're not a numbers podcast. Now that's uh, true. Yes. There you go. So like, I've been trying to limit myself so I don't go crazy. I've been uh, like two of each. I do two tricks, two treats, and uh, that was good enough for yesterday. I'm not going to have any time today to do anything else. So maybe tomorrow I'll pick up some trick or treats again uh, and just have a good time with it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. TA does great contests. Not as good as Chewy's, but they're definitely great. Well, they try. <clears throat> Not everybody can have a Chewy. Yeah. All right. And so let's go ahead. It's almost that time of year where we start let's talking about our uh, favorite uh, Halloween candy. I guess we'll have to wait for that. Oh, Necco wafers. <laughs> oh, right. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. We had to go trick or treating first, <laughs> and then <laughs> talk about what, what our favorites was. Old piece people, salt water. People taffy. by me are definitely starting to deck out their lawns. Do people do that by if you. If I had more time, I would have already been decorated. Well, by you, people will just probably steal your stuff, so can't do that. And shoot the Our ghosts. I would do it in mid September, but time. Mid September? And. Yeah. October 28th is when that should go up. Come on. We don't need this. No. And then take it down don't November 1st, please. No. That's a lot of work. That's I don't want to see it. Not a whole lot of time. You don't want to see it. Not really. I want to see it. You're a real... I'm a real stick in the Halloween mud. Grinch. <laughs> You're a little Halloween Grinch. Curmudgeonal. Good thing I you just want the candy. Good thing you came down. The friggin' candy. Not around the holidays. And <laughs> you would hate my house, Ellet, during the holidays. Especially during Christmas. You're probably it looks like more a th- a Christmas threw up in our house. You're probably more curmudgeonly than I am. You probably tell Oliver. Bruh, you could have, definitely not. You probably tell Oliver you could have one piece of candy for the whole year or something like that. Yeah, there you go. He doesn't eat candy, so... See? Because you take it all. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's missing. <laughs> I'm good. And he don't need the sugar. And also, Nerdy Neo, nobody is team candy corn. We don't have any psychopaths here. Yeah. I like having, like, one piece of Who's candy corn. Who's team earwax? Whole bag. Come on. Candy corn is awful. That it's is the bomb. worst. Is there actually anything worse than, than candy corn? Pineapple on pizza? There's the people that... There's the people that tell you eat candy corn and something else at the same time, but they're oh, crazy. Vegans that's are just, worse. That's certifiable. Yeah. Except you, Sarah. We love you. Whole wheat pasta's worse. Sarah with an H. But she makes her own candy corn, so. Out what of I did. tofu and, and <laughs> other types of tofu. <laughs> it's got three types of tofu in oh, it. God. It's, yeah. It's like. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get on to uh to game showcase. I'm gonna go first. This will be real quick. Just I just want to touch on party animals again. I know we talked about it last week. It had just come out, and last week we know we I said that we had had some problems with connections and stuff like that. Now, I will say, connections was much better this this week. They've definitely helped. Um, they or they've definitely ironed out a lot of those details or those problems. We didn't have any issues matching up. If anything, it just took L forever to hit the accept invite. That was our only issue. You're waiting for an invite. <laughs> Game is still crazy fun. 
I don't know. How, I don't know how anyone could play it by themselves. Goosh. There's a Nate. <laughs> but <laughs> if you got a couple of friends, it's a lot of fun. But speaking of playing it by yourself, um, and Nate might be able to comment on this a little bit better than I could since I know he's been doing it by himself, but there actually is ways to solo grind this. You <clears throat> you can't get like um the max level in one day because there is a there is an XP cap on the game. But you can do it by yourself. There are a bunch of achievements that are able to do in a local game as opposed to having to do a quick match with friends and randoms. And yeah, more likely not, this will be really easy to be boostable. Um, I missed something. What did I miss, Nate? We were just talking. Um, most most of the achievements are things that you have to earn while doing quick play, uh, but you can change regions. There's only three regions, and they've been very helpful with their UI update and now forcing you to pick your region every time the game launches. It's yes. very convenient. So now rather than having to know where that is, they just throw it up and make you uh, sign into North America every time uh, or whatever, whatever your region choice is. Um, as for yeah, the solo grind, what can you do solo? Uh, you don't need a Cronus or anything. You just need two controllers or more uh, and uh, a, an equal number of rubber bands. Uh, and, <laughs> and then what you do is you just create a local match and you set it up to a, a map like Ichiban, which is uh, has green mist, and when you fall off the platform, you die. And you set some game rules like uh, always loop the game, so it'll it'll start the next game as soon as the game ends, and also change player health to one percent, so people die really quickly. Then you have your primary controller uh, rubber banded with the left stick going up, so you kind of run into a wall. Uh, and then every other controller you have added. You want to have the left stick run right or left, and it'll run off the platform every time. And then, then you'll get the win in about like five seconds, and boom, you get three of those. You've won the match. You get a whole bunch of XP for that. But they do limit how much XP you can get per day in private matches. Uh, I went up about three levels, I think. I, I think it uh, it's progressively harder to go up levels, so it'll take more and more time as you go. But at least that way you don't have to struggle uh, with online uh, if you get frustrated losing, things like that, you can just have this grind and just do that for, I don't know, I think it was less than an hour uh, I was able to do it for. I'll, I'll time it tomorrow and, and get some That's better stats on that. But yeah, so what that will do for you, that will get you, uh, that will earn you uh, progressively towards the level 50 achievement, the level 100 achievement. Uh, and along the way, you're going to be uh, progressing through the season uh, ranking. And that's going to get you skins, that's going to get you avatars, that's going to get you bones and coins. So those sorts of things will help you with the collectibles. So if you don't have a crew to run around with and you don't want to play solo, you can just do that grind while you're doing something else uh, for you know half an hour a day or an hour a day. And over time, uh, you will get to 100 uh, unless they patch that out. Cool. Yeah, I figured that was just a good little PSA to let everyone know. Because I imagine there's going to be a good chunk of the community that's either have played this and has on their tag or will at some point considering it's uh it's a lot of fun it's on game pass easy to play and honestly if you got kids it's probably a pretty good kids game the controls aren't quite as demanding as like a human fall flat in the near future i would like to try to schedule some sort of a boost to see if we can go to another region and actually match up and knock out a bunch of this stuff see how tough that will be uh i'd like to do that in the near future 
Um, it shouldn't be too hard. I, I don't think the servers are crazy packed, but who knows? Probably not. There's so many games like this. Yeah, I mean, I was just double checking. Yeah, there's 93. <laughs> 93 achievements in this game. So there's a lot of things to do. This is definitely a good boostable game. Hmm. 80,000 people Probably need have started people, right? it. Yeah. 15 have completed it. Uh, yeah, I, I think you'd probably need either that you would need equal teams. I haven't been in a mismatched team yet. To try to play for real or anything like that. You don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awful. No. <laughs> Damn real people. Yeah. It'd be very hard if people are actually trying to play against you to coordinate. Uh, they would just mess everything up. Yes. Yeah. And there's a bunch of tough achievements and whatnot. A lot of them you'll just get through progress. But, uh, yeah, party animals. Look out for a boost coming soon. There's a lot of, once again, lots of fun. I don't think we'll be streaming that game anymore. But who knows? At least not pre-show, I should say. But who knows? If there's like a title update or something, maybe we will. Um, let's just go down the order. Uh, Koosh. What game would you like to talk about? Oh, boy. Do I have another treat for you? I'm actually uh, excited to hear you, hear you talk about this. Movie? This yeah, a movie? Yeah, so am I. Uh, <laughs> it is not uh, Wilfred Brimley. Get out okay. of here. Um, so the game I'm going to talk about just came to Game Pass. It is called Cocoon. Or Cocoon. Cocoon. Uh, oh, my and, gosh. I don't know. There's no audio in this. Uh, in terms of, like, there's no spoken dialogue or anything. So who knows? Just think about um, how we pronounce common words, please. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, Hawk. no, just Hawk. no. <laughs> <laughs> just no. Just, just no. So in, in uh cocoon, uh, you, <laughs> you play as a small little character with kind of like ladybug wings um, and there's no running, uh, or there's no uh, different run speed versus your walk speed. You, you kind of, you move at a good clip. You're not just, you know, plodding along. Uh, there's no jumping. There's no rolling. Um, but you are navigating around an environment. And this game is great because it just doesn't really tell you anything. You're, you just explore and figure everything out for yourself. Um, this game comes from, uh, people who were, uh, developers and designers uh at uh, play dead games and they were let's see this guy was the gameplay lead gameplay designer for limbo and inside so this pedigree explains is a right lot. up there yeah that's why i like it uh and that, that that should speak to the quality of what we're looking for um the game to me is like a mashup of uh creature in the well death's door and maquette. Now, if you're familiar with those three games, that is kind of yeah. You take those three games, you mash them together, you let you, know, you turn the lights off, you put on some nice soft music, and you come back like two hours later, and you're gonna have a cocoon um, show up on your door. And uh, so you're playing as this little character. You're running around in these like environments, uh, this this initial environment, and um, you will eventually get to a point where you are presented with a little puzzle where you have to hit these switches in a certain order. And you have to use clues in the environment to tell you what that order is. Once you do that, a little orb pops out, uh, and uh, you can then uh, carry that orb over and use it to power 
elements in the world. And that will help you traverse some of those elemental or environmental uh, puzzles to get further through the level. You will eventually get to a point where you can put that orb onto a pedestal. And then it kind of um, like this like pool fills up beneath the orb. And if you then hold your, uh, your action button uh, in that pool, you will go uh, into the orb. And that orb now becomes a whole new world. It's, it's a whole level. It's got its own puzzles. It's got its own traversal to do. Uh, there are little, um, there's like these, these little statues or whatever, or shrines that you find uh, in each one of these. And when you uh, use your action button on those, you'll release them. So they serve as the collectibles in this game. Uh, there is a boss character in every one of these orbs. And when you defeat that boss, you will, um, I guess, empower the orb or something like that. Uh, and then that orb gets properties. So when you're back out in the world and you're carrying the orb around, each orb has a different set of properties. The, the very first orb, for instance, casts like um, this aura around you. And you can now walk on walkways that weren't visible before. They're only visible within that aura that's around you. So now you can progress to areas of that first level that you couldn't before. Uh, the, another orb gives you like a jumping power. Um, so you, in that area, you'll be using that to get further. You can then also, and this kind of bends your brain. This is where the maquette DNA comes in. Uh, you can jump into orbs with orbs, drop those orbs, use those orbs to uh, solve puzzles. Uh, but then you also get to areas where you can't, physically move an orb to where it needs to go. So you hop out of the orb, you put it in a place, hop back in, go out. It, it's just, it blows your mind and it makes you feel like a genius. Like solving these puzzles, you just feel like an absolute genius. Like I'm the only one that figured this out. And when of course that was the <laughs> only solution, that was what they wanted you to do. Uh, and they led you to it and, uh, and you just look like an idiot, but you feel like a genius. Uh, and this game is just so much fun. Now, on TA, it looks like it's taking people about four to six hours, but Maca has a guide out there for all hmm. this stuff, so I'm thinking that, that maybe that's a little on the low end, but whatever. This game, uh, for me, is awesome. I love it, and I'm not using any guides or anything. I'm just kind of going in and just enjoying it at my pace. As and you I should. Think it's gonna, yeah, I think it's going to be a short experience, but I think it's just packed with everything that I love. Uh, and this is just a fantastic addition to Game Pass. Day one, we get it. As soon as it releases, you can play it now. It's, it's been out. If you're listening right now, it's out. You can play it. It's awesome. I love it. This is the type of game uh, that just has, you know, just, just speaks to me. I love it. It's like Limbo, but more complex. It looks so interesting. <sighs> well, yeah, Limbo is a different, different type of game, right? That's where you go yeah. around and, and you have to, like, struggle um to, to solve these things and you're just going to die a, a bajillion d times uh, trying to get through this stuff uh this is more about environmental puzzles and really the only thing that'll kill you so far are these boss fights uh and when when they kill you when you get hit uh you can only get hit once in a boss fight and then they throw you out of the orb and you have to go back in find your way back to the boss and then try again um and, and that's been my experience so far i've downed um i want to say two bosses and i think i'm on my way to the third uh, I think I'm only a quarter of the way through the game. Um, so I'm just, I'm having a great time. Uh, and yeah, I, I can't recommend this more. If you liked Inside, Limbo, uh, like I said, Death's Door, Creature in the Well, Maquette, uh, 
they've all got something to do with this game and, and hopefully it'll, it'll have something for you. Yeah. Um, this game's been getting crazy good praise all around the internet on TA. It's got a 4.42 rating. hundred people have rated it. People are loving it, but there's only 17 achievements. I was expecting a little bit more. I don't know why. Yeah, this, uh, shockingly looks like a neat game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Man, this is the achievement description. I don't know if this is a New York thing. Tell me so much. But the main character looks suspiciously like this friggin' spotted lantern fly that's been going around. <laughs> have you That's why I said ladybug. What? Have you had the spotted lantern flies infesting your area yet? No, no. I've, I've heard seen, of those. I've seen the articles and oh stuff. My God. Yeah. I have no idea what that oh. is. They're these little bugs that are actually kind of pretty. have rainbow wings, but they are bad for the environment, so you have to kill them when you see them. Huh. Uh, I recommend a bug zapper. Or two. Gone bug off the zapper. I don't know if you've said this already. If you did, I'm sorry. Uh, Is there a chapter select? Like, is there things to miss in this game? Thank you. I actually just discovered that the other day. Um, Yesterday, as I was kind of like wondering where save states were, um, because I I just got this third orb and I wanted to go to bed and I didn't want to lose my progress. So I was like, I can't tell when this thing is saving or not. So I I went to what I thought was obviously a checkpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I said, okay, let's call this a checkpoint. And then I, I quit out of the game and I, and I went back in and I saw that there is a way to pick, uh, I guess, areas or progression. So, so it's not just as simple as, oh, start at this biome, start the next biome, start the next biome. But they have like little checkpoints in between each biome too. It's kind of like Limbo and in Inside, how you can choose like these little different areas. Um, it's not, it, it feels different because the, the gameplay is different, but, um, it's probably, it's probably fair to say it's the exact same mechanic. Uh, it okay. just doesn't feel like it because the gameplay is, is different. Right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I love this game. Uh, I can't see it doing anything to dissuade me or change my mind on this. I feel like, uh, this is a great recommendation. Yeah, I I, th- I think so too. Without even having played it, just f- everyone seems to love it. I forget. I think IGN gave it like a nine or a ten or something like that. Like it got a crazy high score because I mean that's what we need. We need another just great game in this year. So much to play. All right. Um. Well, in that case, let's go ahead and go into the next thing. Uh, MDP in the chat wants us to talk about Naganu versus Fury next, so I guess we'll do... No, Whoa, I'm just kidding. Fury uh, wins done. Move along. Is that Who's that? Fury's going to kill Tyson him. Tyson Fury? Yes. Or Nick Fury. Um, I really don't have no idea. Oh. What? What game would you like to I'm talk about? I'm not talking about any week? games. I'm talking about my game plan for the month. Well, actually, the first thing I wanted to talk What's about is that they announced the server closure for WWE 2K22. Thanks, Jables. God forbid they keep... That seems fast. Uh, yeah, because... What you gonna do? 
<laughs> what am I going to do? I'm going to grind it out in three months, unfortunately. <laughs> I think it's January 4th. And to be fair to 2K, they do it around the same time every year. You get a year and a half max to do these. But the stupid thing is there's not even online multiplayer achievements. It's just uh, my faction mode, which is online for whatever reason, even though you're not playing online with people. Thanks, Jables. So that's something I need to figure out. The one interesting thing is that there's an Xbox Series version and an Xbox One version. And if you do one and you just load up the other one, it stacks. It's supposed to pop for the other one. So that is a good thing. Thanks, Jables. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yes, that. Hey, he said that's nothing to do with me. Yeah, you know. He, he's only the guy that worked on the main menu or something. Like that. <laughs> he's only. If something good happens, he takes credit for it. But if something bad happens, oh, no, nothing to do with me. Oh, yeah. I understand. Um, the other thing I'm going to be doing is um, there's a contest on True Achievements called Better Completions Matter. And in October is my, uh, one of my favorite things they do, which they do a head-to-head -head match, which is like the old UHH ultimate head-to-head -head that I miss so much. So uh, Iron Fist of Snuff takes all the people, and he, he manually goes through all their lists and finds five games five like games and matches you up and if you have similar progress in the games you try to get the uh, achievements before your opponent does and my opponent this month happens to be what the fuck so uh, apparently we had a falling easy mode. we had a falling out because we used to be lovebirds so that's that's uh <laughs> we're on a little bit of a hiatus and we're going to be enemies, and and uh, I'm going to kick his butt. Uh, the games that we drew are uh, one of them happens to be Dragon Slayer on the 360. Oh, go figure! We're both at about six of twelve, and we got Bully Scholarship Edition, nice. uh, Beyond Good and Evil. So three 360 games. So I booted up both Bully and Beyond Good and Evil, and I just froze and said, what the hell was I doing? This is what, uh -huh. <laughs> you know how that goes. Where was I up to? What was I up to in the guide? What do I do next? I don't know. Yeah, you're going to totally lose your spot on that. Yeah, but I'm sure Fug's in the same boat. And the other two, there's a Zelda clone called Anodyne which was okay. I feel like Corey or Nate talked about that. Yeah. It was probably Big L. But there's a, uh, no. a speed, speed run achievement. <laughs> that sounds... Gross. Yeah, so... I think there is a video, but of course that entails, you know, watching a few minutes of the video, pausing it, and making sure the time doesn't tick up and stuff like that. And the fifth game was uh, one of the Jackbox Party Pack games, so those are easy enough to uh, rig. But I always enjoy No, you one. need to play them legit. You're right. Get some people over, have some fun. I do do, I do them legit. There's a couple of them where you need like 16 people to play, and X the Hero wrote some solutions for them if he's still around. Thanks, X. You did a great job. Everybody go downvote it. And done.
And Koosh is uh, telling Fug to score while I'm here. That's not nice. So what? No. Oh yeah, Michelle reminded me that I have to shout out EOJ. He he also does a good job on on that stuff too. But uh, I think that's Iron Fist's baby until December when he I think he's uh, hanging hanging him up. Meanwhile, Kenny has uh, been overtaken by his dog. <laughs> There's dog hair I everywhere. I can see it from there. I'm getting allergic just looking at it. For real, though. Harley is, of course, the uh, best member of your family by a country mile. Uh, I would say Oliver. Mm, he didn't lick me as much as Harley, so I don't know. I go with Harley. <laughs> I'm not going to go down that. <laughs> anything on that. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> is that all your game fans I for have. the month? <laughs> I'm playing and boosting party animals. Let's do it. That actually sounds uh, fun. That'll be next month. Fungal. Hold on. I'm going to check my I notes here. Uh, yep. It's on its RTDL. This month. That climbing out of the uh, thing was like a five ratio, Nate. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because no one's going to do it. <laughs> I guess not. But like I said, there's also 80,000 people that have started it, and yeah. it just came out. So Yeah, so I'm going to be doing WWE, the Better Completions Matter thing, and the uh, Trick or Treat Challenge. So a fun October. Nice. All right. Well, in that case, let's get into some sales. Let's see if there's anything good. Uh, Nate, why don't you go ahead and go first? Alrighty, I am going to recommend two things, although I saw some things that we've talked about before, and I'm just not going to repeat myself, um, except for these ones. Uh, Arietta <laughs> of Spirits, $5 down from 20 It's action adventure, 8 to 10 hours. This is a Zelda-like. I really enjoyed it. I thought, uh, I thought I would talk about this at some point. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Uh, but I enjoy this game, and uh, I uh, will finish it one day. Uh, next up. A uh, game I've talked about, speaking of Nate games, uh, if you want to play a yeah, game oh. that it just screams, screams the type of game that I like, it's oh, yes. The Last Campfire. It's $3 down from 15 This is a puzzle adventure. It's five to six hours, and it is just jam-packed with awesomeness. Uh, good puzzles, uh, good graphics, just cool. Uh, yeah, I, I love this game. Can't recommend it more. Uh, they won't let me. Uh, there you go. The last campfire. You should make a, a like one of them custom leaderboards, just Nate games and add all the, all these things to it. Don't you tempt me, sir. That's there you go. That'll be the, uh, that'll be next year's year long contest. It's the year of the Nate. <laughs> um, the year of the Nate. Year of the Moose, Moose. How about that? Year of the Moose. Yeah, I was going to say, the Year of the Moose is more of a Zodiac. We'll go Chinese. Yeah, yeah we'll go more Zodiac, yep. I mean... Um, blah, blah, blah. All right, so I'm going to recommend one game, and really, I don't know if I can recommend it. I know it's not a very good game, but it's more or less just a heads-up type of a game. Uh, Things on Wheels. It is available to down to, or I'm sorry, it's not available down. So download it is. It is on sale. Usually five dollars. It is one dollar right now. Um, it's a non-backwards compatible. 
and it's digital only. So of all the games that we're going to be losing because of the 360 sh- uh, marketplace shutdown, this is one that you probably want to grab as it will not have a physical release. So this is the only way you can get it. Uh, one note, there is three DLC packs and each one has one stupid achievement attached to it. And all the DLC costs about $10. So if you want to complete it, make sure you grab the DLC. You could save $4. Four whole bucks. I'm going to recommend an amazing game that everyone should play. Uh, The Adventures of Elena Temple Definitive Edition. $1.49. This has state-of-the-art graphics, state-of-the-art sound. Amazing gameplay. Just, Just get it. Just buy it sight unseen, and you'll see what I mean. Friggin' amazing! It's it's something. It really is fun. I'll take your word for it. It was a bad idea. <laughs> I have no interest in that. Um, but for Game Pass, Ooh, here's uh, the bulk of real quick. Yeah, there's a bunch of stuff here. Um, but real quickly, we'll we're just quickly going to go over this we're going to talk about what's coming and what's going but if you want to hear an in-depth uh analysis analysis of all this make sure to check out games passable where nate and frame will be talking about what's coming what's going and what uh you i know you had a couple of like little extra bits did you cut any of them add anything new well, let's let's hope we didn't add anything new. Uh, we, we went a little <laughs> long uh, on our first episode, but we're trying. What we're trying to do is predict several months out. Like we think we were doing one month out before, but we think we might go to maybe three months out to give you more time. Uh, you know, the newswire gives you two weeks, and that's just not enough to play some of these games, especially these RPGs uh, or you know <clears throat> games that are just a little bit uh, more involved. Or you get two or three really cool games in the same month, and that just it just you know it strains the time. Uh, especially with everything else going on. So we're trying to give you that long view of uh, the, the long potential warning of what's going to be coming out. I like uh, that. Dropping out of Game Pass in like two months. And that's what we're going to shoot for. Give you some tips on what we think is the most likely to go out at that time and what we think is probably the most fun game that you'll miss out on if you don't play it now. Uh, that's kind of what we're shooting for there. Then we also have the uh, <clears throat> where Freem doesn't have enough information uh, to kind of forecast reliably, we turn that into a game, and we're going to each uh, just kind of pick from from that category and see how we do as time goes on. All right. Well, with that being said, out now is Kakuna, uh, Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney trilogy, <laughs> Matata, <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights, and the Lamplighters League. That game looks really good. Um, yep. available, what's today's date? I don't even know. Tomorrow, if you're live with us in chat, out now, if uh, you're listening to this after it drops, is Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. Available next Tuesday, Forza Motorsport. Can't wait to actually try this. I'm sure I'm not going to like it. I'm going to play about an hour and I'm going to dip out, but it's Forza. Do you have? I like um, Horizons enough, I'm going to try this. Do you tend to keep enough hard drive space for, for this type of uh, beast? Or would you have to delete something? Just oh, a God, no. Question. I'm going to wind up deleting okay. something. Just curious. No, I'm constantly moving stuff like onto the hard, onto the external, back onto the internal. I really need those uh, 
so expensive. What do they call the expansions <laughs> to come down in price? Yeah. Yeah, the ones that cost as much as a console. Yep. Mm-hmm. So dumb. I mean, honestly, with how much it is, if, if the le- leaks were true and the next console comes with two terabytes of storage, might as well just buy that and buy an uh, internal storage expansion. 32 gigs. I would have guessed more. That's all. I would have thought more too. Try streaming those things too. They're not not horrible. Stop it. You don't get the the fidelity you'd want, but (laughs) it depends. Can't even play MLB. MLB. No, this would be horrible. Oh wait! Breaking news! Breaking news! Rocker says trade in that awful Halo console for a new one, and then you'll have enough money. Wow! So uh, screw you! You are tricking everyone into saying (laughs) bad stuff today. This. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look at that. That controller is gorgeous. I love it. I love the Halo Infinite controller. It is pretty gorgeous. Better. I love that. I love the console. Way better than uh, that Starbound thing. Um, yes, not an Elite controller. I'm in poverty. I, I can't. I don't get that stuff. Um, where were we at? <laughs> October 12th uh, from space uh, twin stick shooter one to, online one to four player co-op cool I'm in that might sound like a Thursday night game uh, October 17th is like a dragon ishin dragon uh, uh the sheet says October 24th is City Skylines 2. Yeah. I thought I saw an article saying that that was delayed. Yeah, I think I saw the same article. Uh, yeah, the release has been changed to, to be announced on TA. So Okay, that's what I thought. 2024. Oh no, this Sim Management game I really wanted to play. I can't play it right away. I'm <laughs> going to have to wait. <laughs> wow, you sounded really sincere in that voice. Even doing this too oh, long. Good. Oh, good. That came That's across. Crazy. Good. On <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, October 26th is Minico's Night Market. Steam says it's yeah. an adventure simulation. But it looks good, so I don't believe the simulation part. So we'll see. <laughs> And then on October 31st, we have Jassant and Headbangers Rhythm Royale. Have you seen this, Kenny? I feel like I was tricked into seeing this. This is the one with the ducks, right? Or, yeah. Yes, it's the ducks. It's not good. Right. Yeah, totally it's not the right headbanger. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to see the look of disappointment oh, on your face. When that you reminds me. Speaking of, speaking of headbanger, another game to recommend, uh, BPM bullets per minute. I just bought that last night. It's like $14 or something like that. It's usually like 30 or 40 bucks. I don't know. It's similar to Metal Hellsinger, so. But for people who don't want like spinal injuries uh, with their headbangers games, this might be something you're interested in. It's kind of a party game. It definitely looks interesting, so. Um, leaving Game Pass. Uh, at, wait, this, September 30th? Yeah, don't pay no attention to the dates. <laughs> I just want to start it out. So apparently, this stuff has already gone. It's leaving oh, on no, September no. 30th. Oh, no. October 15th or whatever. October 37th. October 37th. Oh, my bad. 
Uh, my script says October 37th it is leaving. 15, 15. Oh, wait. No, no, that's actually wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, 15, 15.2. 15. Uh, 15.2. Okay. That makes total yep. sense. I thought for sure it was going to be 69th in there. Uh, we have <laughs> Evil, an adventure game. <laughs> Are you screwing with those hours too? Twenty-two to six hundred. No. So if you if you look at the completion times for people, the, the shortest I saw near the top was twenty-two hours, but then I saw like six hundreds or whatever. Now, um, Mental uh, said that this game already came into Game Pass. Everyone's already played it, so it's done. Don't even try because like his group or whatever, they got together to play it. They're done. They're not going to help you, so don't even bother. <laughs> Did L play it? <laughs> he said it's also not adventure. He, he doesn't like the genre. And shocker, he doesn't like <laughs> TA genre something uh, that way, and because um, they never get it wrong. No, they're uh, absolutely. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> chat. Uh, up next is The Legend of Tiandine. Sure. Close enough. Uh, beat em up platformer. Then we have Trek to Yomi, uh, 15 to 20 hour action adventure game. I feel like you've talked about that, Nate. I feel like I did. Uh, and I, I'm not sure about that. I know I was excited for it and, uh, I still am. I want to uh, play it more. Well, you have until October 15.2. Point tooth. F- f- 15.2. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, then we have Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. I know Vulgar talked. Oh, okay. There you have my notes said it. Vulgar Latin talked about on level 197, and then L talked about it again on level 214. So you can go back and check out their uh, that takes is, on that. That's a friggin' gem. That's actually a gem. Play it. Mm-hmm. And there's that's gonna be a sequel literally coming. everyone has been saying yeah. that in the Discord. There will be a sequel coming to uh, Game Pass at some point. So, Oh, is there? Uh huh. I think it's this year. I think I think we're expecting a, a Turnip Boy robs a bank. I believe is the sequel. Ah uh, yes, I remember hearing about that. Now you say it. They're all making fun of me. And in the then chat. we have sh- Not nice. shocker. <laughs> that took me like. Then 10 we hours have uh, Shenzhen IO, <laughs> a puzzle game. That L, uh, not L Frame talked about <laughs> on the last Games Passable. And yeah, it got extended. It, it was out last uh, last cycle, and they put it back in. Nice. And then we have uh, Overwhelm for on the Windows, a one to two hour completion. So, Overwhelm, you can jump on that. I never heard of this game. What's up with this game? Uh, I get, a lot of people have done this one. It must be pretty easy. It is pretty easy. I think there's a assist mode you can turn on and just kind of run mode. right through it. Um, totally. Yeah, I played better. it a little bit. Totally I, won't take advantage of this. I played it a little bit and I liked it. Uh, I have not turned on the cheats yet. So um, I, I, I plan to knock this one out this month or this uh, 50, 15.12 uh, cycle. So. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, uh, let's do the Gamer Tag Challenge Roundup. Nate. All right. In September, our gamer tag challenge was for Hurricane Dale. Uh, his wildcard game was any new achievement or previous completion in the simulation or management genre. Uh, the bonus was how about this weather? Earn achievements containing something weather related. Um, we had 13 participants, 106 letters. We had five gamer tags spelled completely. Uh, we had 32 bonuses and our stars with the bonuses were Northern Last with six. Ace with seven, and Chewy knocked out 16 bonuses. 
Uh, and our winner with a gamer tag, full gamer tag, the wild card as an extra, and one bonus is Freehole. So oh, congratulations. Wait a I know. I tried rolling it three times. He, he still okay. won. So Chris I don't know. Man, I think there's collusion going on here. <laughs> you guys do a do a thing together, and now he wins. Oh, he's in chat. What's up, Freem? <laughs> oh, weird, Freem. That's so weird that you're in chat, and I gave you that code. So next up, moving along, Scarabasi <laughs> is our gamer tag for next month. Uh, and by next month, I mean this month. Uh, his wildcard game is any new achievement or previous completion in the simulation or management genre. That's really exciting. Uh, the bonus is double your pleasure, double your fun. Earn <laughs> achievements in games with two or more letters used twice in the game name. You'll notice uh, Scarabese uses two S's and two E's. So there is the uh, origin of that fun nice. uh, bonus. So, uh, yeah. So if you want to participate and you're not already on the sheet, just uh, jump into the uh, Gamertag Challenge channel on the Discord. Send me a message, and we'll get you uh, right in. Easy peasy. All right. Send to uh, right now. Uh, as always, it for our live shows first of the month, we do a Patreon drawing. Um, and this month, our lovely winner is... Ahizo. Congratulations, Ahizo. We will get you that code. Uh, just yeah, but he went message one he of us and bed early, so he doesn't get it. Bed early? It's what are you talking about going? It's only eleven thirty. Oh. It's not that late. Sheesh. But yes, congratulations. Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters and all of our twitch subs for supporting the show greatly appreciate all of you but with that let's go ahead and get into some brags uh first up is in completions i'm going first this is weird why am i doing completions uh rpg davy has reached 1150 completed games my goodness that is so much along with chewy on ice Y'all, that's so many. Uh, Lucas1987 has completed 2,950 games and Redemption Denied, 3,300 games complete. In streaks, Wazari DK is currently on a 100-day achievement win streak. Ace currently has 150 days. Uh, Neo21 with 800 days, Fluttery Chicken with 1,250 days, and Prince It with 1,350 days. And Gamer Score, sorry. <laughs> nice. We're doing it live. Oh, good thing I wasn't sharing my screen. <laughs> oh, man. In, in Gamer Score, uh, Pexy. Baloo, Baloo, uh, butcher that. I'm sorry. Has hit four hundred thousand. Logic Slayer has hit nine hundred thousand. And y'all joining the one million club are three names. We have Casual Exile, Legohead, nineteen seventy seven, and High Road for two. Oh wow! All, all hit that magic one million gamer score. Congratulations, guys! Collusion. <laughs> In leaderboards, 
Mr. Ahizo is second in Arizona completed games leaderboard for card and board. Bastion Reader is second in the max possible completion percentage leaderboard for Windows shoot 'em ups. Dynable is in the top 50 of Norway Achievements 1 leaderboard. EL Sock in the top 1,000 of the T leaderboard for Roguelite. Fufu Cuddly Poof in the top 100 of the Maryland Gamer Score leaderboard for turn based. Wow. What have you been playing? What have you been playing? It is uh, more accurate. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did 50 did years. Ah, uh, okay. Who did you poison in Maryland? Who'd you run out of the state? Come on. <laughs> 50, well, I've been trying to get rid of free. 50 years. The state's gone hi- downhill 50 since years then. years is a great friggin' game. It's on sale this week also, but it's always on sale. Just buy it. Icefire TN is in the top 50 of the game's leaderboard, game's played leaderboard for Vayner's, and top 20 of the TA difference leaderboard for Metroidvania's. Um, Matthew H00 is now third in the Ireland Gamer Square leaderboard for Tower Defense. And that's defense with a C, so that's just weird. Sir Polygon is third in the Georgia T leaderboard for Dance. And Lucas1987, who actually tagged me in Brad Camp like a good boy, uh, played a lot of friggin' games. He's now number one on TA in games played in action. And number one in games played in party. It's freaking insane, is what it is. But I feel like he's gotten action before. Uh, I feel like uh, no, party should be not tied action, for first. Trust me. <laughs> he plays too many games. <laughs> that was too easy. Uh, shouldn't party be like a, a tie tie for first? I would think, but I guess not. No. Definitely one of the top players in the BCM. Oh, Taze. Yes, Das Bastion Booger, not Bastion Reader. I was wrong. All right. Also, you didn't win. Of course not. All right. Well, that will do it for us this week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining us in Twitch chat. Uh, for those that came out early and watched us play some party animals, um, yeah, as always, at all of our links and whatnot is down in the show in the show notes. Join, come hang out, come hang out with us in Discord. Join that. Uh, you can get it in on Patreon. Um, patreon.com slash achievement hunting 101. Once again, thank you to anyone that supports us through Patreon, or gives us your prime sub on Twitch. Greatly appreciate all of you. But with that, class is dismissed. On to some ducky races. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of Game Passable, your home for all the Game Pass goodies and publisher analytics regarding our favorite subscription service. I'm once again Freemhole and joined by my good friend Kush Moose. How are you doing, Kush? Hello. Hey. I'm doing all right. Wonderful. And we are here to break down the Xbox Newswire post twice a month to optimize that Game Pass experience for you. We're going to showcase some games, use this to future cast and prognosticate on some of the stuff that's leaving down the line. All in an effort to mid-max that Game Pass experience for you. So, before we get into all the fun stuff, episode one, 
I think people were pretty happy about that. Do you, is that the vibe you got, Koosh? I didn't get any hate mail. That's not, uh, that's a good start, right? N- no suspicious letters uh, or envelopes. So, yeah. So that's good. And we, we super appreciate people reaching out and letting us know what they think. And, and that's awesome. So a couple things we heard when, and, and we kind of had the same thing. I think immediately after we hung up the call, we both said, wow, that went longer than we thought. <laughs> Well, time just flew by. Let's keep let's keep going. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And we did we did uh, you know we do enjoy having conversations together. So um, yeah, it might drag out a little bit. Trying to cut it. We'll see what we can do. Um, it's a work in progress. It is a work in progress. We're just getting better and better. Uh, one of those things is that I kind of talked a lot. So we're, you know we'll, we'll we'll get this tennis match going a little bit better. But he just finished the live show. You're he's wiped out. It's East Coast time. Um so I need active recovery for him. Active yeah. recovery. There you go. Uh hydrate electrolytes. Um the two week window, I think we all kind of agree this is probably too short for us to talk about anything, but what what we did like and 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 I think I convinced Rocker to buy Despot's game. Um, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's, that's kind of where we're going to go with it and you'll see as we get to the stuff that's leaving, we give more recommendations versus talking about um, you know, if we can finish things in the time frame. Uh, I'll say off the top, it's a little rusty at my podcasting, so I apologize for forgetting the names of the games and the long term here, what we're trying to do, and of course, episode one was a lot of catch up. We are trying to get to that two, three month line. So we're working our way to December, uh, and we'll be doing December and January here in the next couple of episodes so we can get ahead of this thing and make sure that we are giving you guys enough time to pick and choose some of the the good games that you should focus on before you have to rush in the last two weeks. That being said, we should talk about the games that are leaving in the last two weeks. Just briefly, Kush, I heard you guys talk about this on the main show. Anything here that we should touch on quick that you felt maybe wasn't covered enough on that show or maybe people didn't actually play anything on the show? <laughs> never know. I, I never really know how much of the, the Game Pass stuff is getting played or whatnot. But uh, everyone that I've talked to that has played Turnip Boy Commits Tax Evasion loves it. Uh, it's short enough that you can just get in, get out, and you have plenty of time. Uh, from the rest of the games, I would say Trek to Yomi is probably the best game uh, that I see that's leaving that interests me. It's a, a, you know, it's 15, 20 hours, highly stylized action adventure story. Uh, it's got really good action. Um, it, there's a little bit of a challenge to it with the timing and such, but it is well worth the play. I had a great time with it. I need to go back to it. If I can only do one, that's where I would put all my time. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm kind of eyeballing that one myself. Um, and then we'll talk about Legend of Tian Ding a little bit just because, you know, you, you, you kind of nailed that one, buddy. Um, and then <laughs> Overwhelm, gotta love those cheats, right? The assist modes. Uh, I'm hoping to breeze yes. through that one this week. The other two, I don't really care. Evil, saw it, didn't care. Shenzhen IO, we talked about it last month, didn't care. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's talk about how we did. Um, meh, you know what? Episode one, maybe not so great. Uh, in October, we highlighted seven titles that I thought had a high probability of leaving. Two of them were 50-50s, and four of them, I said, were probably going to make it and survive. 
None of those were on the list yet. But hey, it's the first announcement, Wave 1. We'll see what happens with Wave 2. I still think these uh, are going to are gonna fall in. And then we made our Ned picks, the Not Enough Data picks. And I said Scorn was going to leave. Um, I feel like it's going to be... If it's leaving, it's going to be November now because it's spooky season. you got to wait till the end right. of spooky season. But maybe, maybe with Halloween. But Koosh nailing mm-hmm. the Legend of Tian Ding. Beginner's luck. It's got to be beginner's luck. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) So, so far, the Ned scoreboard, Freem, zero for zero with one open. Kush, you are one and oh because you nailed Legend of Tian Ding. But hey, there's still half a month of October left. So I'm going to throw it here with my new Ned pick saying, I think Frog Detective, the entire mystery, is going to be leaving Halloween time. This is Worm Club's only game in the uh, in the program, but it is co-published with Superhot, the Superhot team, and the Superhot team's games leave at twelve months that aren't developed by them. So this could be this co-published thing. This might be on the list. This might be on the list. Kush, do you see anything on that uh, not enough data list that maybe? I- Absolutely do. I absolutely do. Now you've got all these great reasons for why things should leave. Like you had all reasons for why scoring, why you thought it might leave. Uh, I wanted it gone because it's gross and I don't like it <laughs> sitting there. Every time I look at it, I think, oh, that's gross. Very similarly, this time I want to get rid of Chivalry 2 because I just don't like it. Uh, <laughs> and it's, it's been on there for about a year. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to see it go. Uh, and I just could not, I could not get myself to think logically because I just saw it and I said, no, I don't want to play it. Just let, let that one be the one that goes. So yeah. this is more of a hopeful, more than it is. Uh, this is a heart versus the head decision. Perfect. So. Yeah, I got you. No, that totally makes sense. Um, okay. Now, moving into speculation. We're done talking about October, but we do have to catch up with November. We did not get enough time to really dive into it. I've switched the order in which I'm going to talk about these. And so, Koosh, you're going to introduce us to some of the ones that I think are lower probabilities, things that we probably don't have to do red alert on. Um, so let's uh, let's dive into it. These are the November potential leavings. What are we starting with? Kill it with kill it with fire. Is that a spider game? Did you play this at all? I thought you did. I did. I love this game. This is the type of sandbox. Uh, just go in and just mess stuff up. Uh, that's what they want you to do. They give you a little clipboard. They, they help you find spiders and you get all kinds of crazy things to kill them with, like revolvers, uh, uh, self, you know, you know, uh, aerosol cans with lighters yeah. to become a, you know, makeshift flamethrower. Super fun. Yeah. So this is hitting its 24 mark. And I mentioned last episode that I, I do think this one will survive despite the uh, developer, you know, keeping their games on these normal cadences. But we have Kill It With Fire 2 on the cusp of being released. Uh, if you look on Steam, it's currently listed as early access in 2024. And so I think this one might survive until the early access opens up for Kill It With Fire 2 just as a cross promotion thing. So mm-hmm. I think you're going to be okay with it. What is do I, I didn't even look up what's the completion time on this one? Um, uh, I want to say that was like an eight hour, yeah, six, six to eight hour. Maybe I feel like a lot of it was quick, and then there's a couple of these cleanup things that took some time. But absolutely, things that were a little obtuse with like the description on how to do, uh, but it wasn't really challenging. It was just oh, that's what I have to do. Yeah, for sure. We got next year. 
Oh, this is your favorite Next. genre, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Get on your overalls. It's Farming Simulator 22. That's right. Everyone's favorite genre. That's right. This one's hitting its 18 months. And the reason it's on here is that it's it's kind of a maybe. Um, Giant Software self-published this one. Uh, normally, they co-published with Focus Home Interactive. And if so you go through the history of the Farming Simulator games on when they left, Farming Simulator 15 was gone after 20 months, but it was out in December. Uh, Farming Simulator 17 out in December and that was uh, there was a console PC thing but that was you know two years one year type thing and Farming Simulator 19 left in May after 11 months okay so what am I why am I saying this one is going to leave in November well it was released in November of 2021 and it entered Game Pass six months later in May of 2022 so this would be the uh, two year anniversary of it being released what ends up happening is if it enters Game Pass six months after its release, well, Farming Sim 2023 came out in May. Six months later is November 2023, which means now. So potentially Farming Simulator 23 comes in. And if it does, that means Farming Simulator 2022 is out. So that's the only reason I think it might come in is we got that six-month gap between when Farming Sim 23 came out. So we might hear in November, hey, Farming Sim 23 is entering the service. And that means 22 will be gone. Only reason I put it on here, again, I if you're into these games, you probably already jumped on this already. Hell, you're probably gearing up for 2024's release uh, <laughs> coming up here soon. Um, but I thought I'd mention it. Next up, we have, um, let's see if you get this reference, The Spice Must Go. <laughs> I haven't watched Dune. I really do need to get onto that. Um, Dune Spice Wars. This one, again, I, I, I put this on a low probability, but it is on my radar because Funcom um, just lost Metal Hellsinger at the 12-month mark. And Metal Hellsinger, of course, has tons of licensed content. Uh, the other two, Mutant Year Zero, is technically licensed from a comic book series, and Conan Exiles also licensed, but it's a twenty. It's been on the service. It's still on the service, or did it leave and come back? Anyway, it's been like twenty nine months. I don't know. It's been forever. <laughs> it's too long. It's been too long. Dune Spice Wars, of course, licensed. So you know, I'm 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 putting the flag up at maybe twelve months that this Dune license might run out. The two movies have already been released, so there's not really new Dune content coming out necessarily. So it just eh, threw it out there. Not a game I'm interested in. It's a PC only. You know, one of those real time strategies, I think, or something like that. Uh, just just not my vibe. But if uh, if it is on your radar, you dig those things. You know, maybe prioritize a little time in November, uh, or or do some research and see if it's something you want to attack. So now we up our game. Now we are moving into the stuff that I'm putting at the fifty fifty level. Koosh, these are the yellow ones. Oh yeah, uh, we've got cricket twenty two, the only sport uh, less popular than soccer. <laughs> you bet, man. And this is uh, coming up on its eighteen month console. Uh, release. Uh, it's only 16 months on PC, so there might be a two-month gap as they wait for the PC one to hit 18. This is a co-published by Nancon, uh, Nacon, sorry, um, developed by Big Ant, and they did, uh, so Cricket 2019 was published by Big Ant, and that left at 19 months. Again, here's one of those weird date things, right? That was May of 2022, 
and that left the program when Cricket 2022 came out. So the reason I, I threw this on here is both because 18 months is kind of the window. You got Cricket 23 is um, or Cricket 24 just launched or is launching this Friday as a recording, but by the time you hear it, October twenty uh, October 5th, uh, Cricket 24 just launched. And the cricket season in the UK just finished in September. They just had their, I don't know, what is it, championship type thing. The weird thing about cricket is it's kind of played all year. Like Australia has a season now, and the Asian countries, like India, and um, like they're ongoing, but... Again, this is why it's indoor. This is kind of why it's mostly indoor. No, I don't think so. I'm just curious now. I'm sorry. I I know I'm pumping out the line here, but uh, (laughs) that's just curious to me. I don't know either. But anyway, I put it on my 50 50 because, like I said, Cricket 2024 is uh, is launching here October 5th. Seems like a decent time to refresh or get people interested in finishing the old game and playing the new game. So that's why I threw it on the list. Gotcha. Next up, we have Sniper Elite 5. I love this game. I know you do as well. Just the mechanic of being able to zoom in and watch your bullet just do damage. Super uh, fun. Super cool. Yeah, super we, fun. we are big rebellion people. Uh, that's our primarily our Sunday night focus, um, at least when we have a game to work on. Uh, the re- rebellion is... This is what's kind of weird. Is, is, I, 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 is why I put it at 50-50. We got 18 months on this one. Evil Genius 2, that game left at 18 months. We had Strange Brigade and Zombie Army Trilogy. We're 12-month leavers. Zombie Army 4, still on the service, and that's gone for 30 months. And Sniper Elite 4 left last November after 49 months. So are we hitting the November cadence where Sniper Elite 5 leaves? I know they don't have a game coming up that they need to do anything with. So there's no necessarily promotion there or anything. Um, but with evil genius Two leaving at 18, I put this as a, Hey, you know, this might be a 50, 50, keep your eye on it. If, if you've done any work on it, like Kush said, these games are super fun. Yeah. And <laughs> they'll probably push it out when they push out zombie army five, right. Or whatever, whatever ends up using the, the maps, and the engine from Sniper Elite Five. I would uh, imagine, bound to and I bet if I timed the the season pass, like when the last season pass came through, I bet it's gonna be a year after that uh, is when Zombie Army Four leaves. So maybe I'll do a little research and try and put a date on that one. Uh, gotcha. We got a three for uh, here. Ooh, uh, next up we have Totally Reliable Delivery Service. Hello, Neighbor Two, and Potion Craft. I put these three together because they are all from Tiny Build, and Tiny Build has 75% of their games leaving at the 12-month mark. Uh, totally Reliable launched on December 1st, so that might be the late November leaving. Hello Neighbor 2 launched on December 6th, and Potion Craft on December 13th. So I think Potion Craft's going to be a December, mid-December one. Hello Neighbor 2 is the one I'm not quite sure on because, um, you know, that is one of those popular streamer games, and so they might just want people to have access to it. Uh, and so that's why that one's kind of a, more of a 50-50 than the other ones uh, where I would kind of push those higher. You'll see when we talk in December uh, that I am bumping Potion Craft at, uh, up that list as, as something to be concerned about. The last one on the 50-50 list, it, Shooters, baby. Yeah, Insurgency Sandstorm. I don't... Uh, um, 
Not my jam. Not mine either, but this is a Focus Home Interactive. Half their games leave at 12 months, so this ad gets on the list as a 50-50 shot with, with Focus at the helm. Now we get into things that I'm putting in the 75. These are the, the higher ones. Um, at least keep uh, higher on your radar, or at least something I'm interested in. Uh, and I, I don't have any good data on why I think this this might be one of those koosh feeling picks here. Just a gut, just a gut feeling. Uh, Dicey Dungeons, I think Rocker, rec- uh, I think he covered this at some point, and I know this is it's kind of your jam. To- yeah. Right? You like this type. I do like this type of game. It's hitting its 24-month uh, time period in uh, in November here. It's Distractionware's only game on the service. So, you know, we're just rolling the dice. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. hey <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. Jurassic World Evolution 2. feel much better about this one. This is hitting its 18-month mark. And Frontier Developments, uh, the longest game in the service that they've had was Elite Dangerous. Uh, and that was at 18 months. The other one that they had leave was Planet Coaster at 12 months. Here's the thing. Uh, Jurassic World Evolution 1 left one month, or one month after... Jurassic World Evolution 2 entered the service, and that was about 18 months. So if I'm doing my cadence, Jurassic World Evolution 1 lasted 18 months. Jurassic World Evolution 2, yeah, maybe 18 months. Although I I guess I haven't followed whether or not there's a development of a Jurassic World Evolution 3, and maybe it would coincide more with that. But 18 months lines up with the original game that left at 18 months. All right, next up we've got Loot River, which is like uh, if Tetris was a roguelite uh, action game. Yes, sir. This is actually on my uh, head-to-head with Redstack uh, is to try and get Loot River. So if I get that alert, I better get some work on it. It's hitting its 18-month window here. This is co-published, or this is published by the Superhot team. The longest game that Superhot team had in there was Superhot Mind Control Delete. That was at 18 months, so nothing they've had lasted any longer. I think Loot River might uh, might fit that bill. Hmm. Uh, next up, Return to Monkey Island. Yeah, this one I'm I'm super bummed I didn't get to, uh, and so I kind of hope I'm wrong. But the data it's it's leaning that it might be. It's Devolver Digital is the publisher here, and they've had 40-plus games go through this service, a ton. Of the 30 that have left, right, so we're already down, 75% of the games have, are out of the service. 12 of those left at 12 months. We've had 5 at 18 and 4 at 24. So they have, you know, they have the timelines there. They hit those six-month cadences um, pretty re- consistently, but then there's nine of them that were just kind of all over the board. Of the 11 games that are still in the service, eight of them are less than 12 months. So, you know, we're going to chalk those up later and we'll talk about them. Of course, one of those being Return to Monkey Island. Three of them have gone long. And uh, and those are Pikuniku, which is at a whopping 43 months. Death's Door, which is at 21 months. And that, actually, that one's on my list, too, for Red Stack. It should be. Mm-hmm. should be. It's I, amazing. I, I'm pretty sure that's a 24 that's gone. But anyway, and then Disc Room. Disc Room I have highlighted as a potential 18-month lever. Uh, but so those three are still alive. They have passed the 12-month mark. I think Return to Monkey I, Island is probably in that 12-month. Uh, 
I feel like Pikinuku is is living so long just because it, it kind of fills that uh, you know family friendly slot. It could. Like it, it totally cute. could. It looks it was a cute. Fun platformer. Yeah, yeah I, I completed yeah. that last year. Um, pretty short, very manageable. I liked it, and I think Return to Monkey Island is going to be along those lines too. Um, a lot of hubbub with when that was announced, and then there's the crossover with Sea of Thieves uh, that just recently happened. So. It's certainly not a dead franchise, um, but I think because of the licensing involved, that Devolver Digital obviously doesn't own Monkey Island, so uh, I would chalk that one up as as a higher than normal twelve month potential. Now here's the ones that we really think are dead. We've got Ghost Song. It's Metroidvania. Uh, a little bit of a challenge to it, so you might want to. Plan some time if, yeah. you, if you're into and, this. And I, I won't talk much about this because we just we mentioned it last episode. It's a humble game. came out November 3rd. So I said, hey, keep an eye on it in October. But if it survives October, it's definitely gone in November. 80% of Humble Bundle games are gone at 12 months. So you can chalk this one up that by November 15th or November 30th, this thing is out of here. I'm leaning toward November 15th. So get it done. All right. Uh, next up, a game that no one plays. I can't imagine anyone. And even if you do play it, you're not playing it. It's Football Manager 2023. Yeah, I guess you got a private message from Wimblator uh, on the H1 Discord about this. And they provided a, a, some good background information here. I'll fill you in on what, the, what it was is um, that they reminded me that not only when this does this leave the service, but it actually gets delisted. So the game is just gone. You can no longer pay for it. So... You know, and that's because 2024 launches on November 6th, and they've coincided every time with uh, replacing the new one. So I'll quote what they say here. These are niche games and usually long completions, so most who want uh, will have already jumped on it. That being said, this is Wemblator talking. 2023 console edition is a departure achievement-wise and may get overlooked because of the time sink reputation that these games have. The site estimate is a much more manageable 15 to 20 hours. And what might generate some interest is that it has touch controls, and they are the slickest I have seen for a Game Pass game. It's like playing natively touch-controlled game. Several of the achievements can be simmed in a similar manner to franchise mode achievements in Madden. And there's also a forum post on TA setting out an easy route to completion. Author says it's 10 hours. Again, 15 to 20 is what they say on the thing. Uh, completion for Wemblator took 12. Probably not optimal, he says, but... This is, they, they had newborn twins, so they were busy. Here's the other kicker, is Football Manager 2024 is introducing a feature to import your saves from 2023. So if you do the work on 2023, is hoping for some auto pops. Oh, that might be possible if you just transfer everything over. So this might be a great opportunity to jump onto this. Again, this thing is toast if not on October 31st, it's gone on November 15th. So there's your window. Uh, get oh, that's on awesome. That's awesome that they reached out. Thanks for that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm just joking here. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure people do like this type. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks for thanks for the info. Uh, next up, we have Eastward, a game I'm interested in. I'm dabbled in. I'm trying to get some more information. Uh, for you guys. Yeah, yeah, we're hoping Kush can get into a more of a deep dive on this one. It's uh, by Chucklefish. I love Chucklefish. They got some fun stuff in there. Six games in the service. Three of them left at 12 months. 
One of them left at 24 months. That was Wargroove. And one of them is still alive. 33 months. That's Starbound. The two games that went long were co-developed with Chucklefish. So not published. The three that were gone at 12 months, publishing, eastward, publishing. Guess what? I think it's gone. So that's why I'm leaning at this one pretty high on the list. It is a publishing deal, not a co-development, and that is why I think Eastward will not survive November. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm going to get on it. Uh, next up, Norco. This one I'm going to touch on a little bit more. I'll give you a little showcase action here because I played it, loved it. It was super fun. The reason this thing is high priority for November, here we go, Raw Fury, 85% of their games leave the service at 12-month mark. There are four games that have gone longer. Backbone, or what they've changed the name to is Tales Noir. That one that went long is because the PC version went 17 months. But it left, the, it left the service 12 months after the console release. Star Renegades, the PC went 14. It left 12 months after the console release. Nightcall, PC, 23 months. Guess what? 12 months after the console release. Norco, PC, is at 19 months. And November is the 12-month mark of the console release. So guess what? Norco, console release, and the whole thing is leaving the system or leaving the service here. Let me tell you about that in a little bit. We got to get quick, just hit on November, uh, December. Uh, just a couple of highlights here because we mentioned a few before. I said Potion Craft, Hello Neighbor 2. I threw out that Lego Star Wars Star Wars saga. Legos don't survive past 12 months. Most leave earlier. If you're doing the Legos, that's the one to get on. Another one is uh, Chained Echoes, I mentioned. I'm going to do a showcase on this. This is a, if you guys have enjoyed Sea of Stars that just came out, or you like the Chrono Trigger style uh, turn-based RPGs, this one is highly, highly recommended by me. I uh, just completed it, well, essentially completed it. I'm, I've, I'm sitting on two achievements that I can pop at any time. It took me about 80 hours to do this, It's and I just dabble on it like you know during lunch breaks and stuff, so... Love this thing. I'll give you more of a showcase at a later date, but I think this is high probability in December and 80 hours is a lot of time. So if you're not interested in buying it, I would start chipping away. The other two I added on to this list for December, Mortal Kombat 11 hits the 24-month mark. Of course, Mortal Kombat 1 just came out, and so this is kind of a relic. Granted, there's not really any fighting games on the system, yeah, I could see a December, hey, Mortal Kombat's entering Game Pass during the Game Awards show. And so then 11 leaves. Anyway, I put 11 on the list because I think it, there's a possibility there. And Disc Room, I mentioned earlier, 18 months up here in December. Um, for the reasons I mentioned before. It, I think uh, I think that's, that's on the high probability list. And then January, we're going to catch up to. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, let me give you a real quick question. On on that Chained Echoes, you said it was 80 hours. Did you use a guide, or do you think that's 80 hours natural? Pretty, pretty natural. Um, pretty natural. Yeah, okay. there are some areas I had to use a guide. It's actually pretty linear for a turn-based RPG. I know when I say Chrono Trigger, there's that time jumping and stuff, and this has some of that, but it's super linear until probably the last, um, I'm going to say... 30% of the game 
when you get your ability to travel all over the place, that's when it opens up and the game just unfolds in some really, really neat ways. Um, and I, and I think, I think, yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun turn-based RPG. If that's your jam. Cool. Just want to ask that for planning. Just want to ask that for planning purposes. I know you'll get into it uh, later at a later date. Yes. But I want to get into a deeper dive here on Norco. Um, Norco is a an adventure point and click. It is developed by Geography of Robots and published by Raw Fury. This thing came out in March of 2022. It came into Game Pass November of 2022. Like I said, 12 months. High probability this thing is gone. 35 achievements, 2100 TA. There are 29 missable achievements. So that might turn off a lot of people. Um, TA says it's five to six hours. There's currently no walkthrough on the site, but there are there are walkthroughs on Steam and elsewhere, right? And I, I've I had to go to a couple of those for cleanup. I personally spent uh, in the range of ten to fifteen hours. It's hard to say because I let it idle every now and again, um, and it took me two and a half playthroughs. So. When I did my first playthrough, I'd say that was probably about five to six hours was that first playthrough. I got 16 achievements, and 10 of those were missables, and I just played that thing naturally. Um, the thing is, is some of the achievements are mutually exclusive, so you can't get them in one playthrough unless you're going to do the multiple saves and reloading and stuff. And personally, I think that's going to really limit your enjoyment if you're trying to split your own personal narrative in multiple different ways that it's going to take away from your experience here. You can probably finish this thing in that six-hour range if you just beelined it with a guide, went through, clicked through, didn't read anything. Listen, this game shines with its writing and world building. So the enjoyment comes from going through the story. I absolutely, I thought it was super cool. It is, it is wild. Let me talk about the gameplay first. It's super classic. LucasArts point and clicks, right? So your uh, Space Quest, Quest for Glories, uh, those types of single screens, interactable items, you can click on these boxes. Uh, If you need to move to a location, you've got maybe like three boxes that correspond with different doors. There's a variety of puzzles involved, and, and none of them are super complex. You've got some like minor inventory puzzles, right? So as an example, there's this cranky dog in front of a door. And so, oh, if you go to the grocery store, you can get some dog food, and then you go back and you give the dog food to the dog, and now it's happy. Hey, look at that. So simple like inventory puzzles like that. You don't get a ton of inventory things, so so that's not a huge piece of it, but there's enough sprinkled in that it's like, oh, that's kind of a fun thing. There's some of these interesting map navigation puzzles where you you know use the WASDs to control a boat or maybe you have to control um, you know something through an area, uh, a couple of those. And then there's a couple of logic puzzles. One of them is like you're riding an elevator and you have to, you know, they're going to say, you know, those weird cryptic things of like, well, this person was two floors from the bottom and love one those. Floor, yeah. I love those. <laughs> so so there's awesome. there's one of those in there. Um and then it's got this rudimentary very rudimentary combat thing which is more like a like a Mario RPG active uh active combat thing where like something happens and you click on it or you 
it's super basic, but again, just mixes it up. There's lots of different things. The main focus it is going to be is the is the conversations. That's really where the primary puzzle stuff goes. So you talk to somebody, um, they'll say something, then you go somewhere else to get the information, then you talk to somebody else, and you go back and you move. And it's really finding the dialogues to move through the story um, and. I, I can't get into really much else about the specifics of the story, but what I will say is it is just plain weird. Quick uh, question uh-huh. on the conversations. Does does that create missables? Absolutely. Are the conversations the missables? Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Yes. Okay. Um, a lot of them are, are kind of just like do a thing, um, and, and ultimately why it's missable is because as the game progresses, you, you just – you can't go to certain places and things happen to progress the story and a character may no longer be at that location or the character shuts off its dialogue tree with you. So if you miss the opportunity to talk about a certain thing, then you miss the opportunity. You got to play through again. Gotcha. You definitely have to do two playthroughs. Like I said, mutually exclusive achievements. So my suggestion play through the first time um, and enjoy it. Have fun. Let me tell you a little bit about the story. It takes place in Norco, Louisiana, near future dystopia. So it's it's modern, right? They have cell phones, gas-powered vehicles, yet your traditional buildings, oil rigs. It looks like a very normal place that you'd see. The weird stuff is, like, you've got a robot butler, and, like, nobody, you know, that's just a thing. Um they use android soldiers, like these robots with guns and weaponized drones in this kind of like militaristic state. That exists as well. Um, one of the features is like you can digitally record your memories. So like it's kind of like a digital picture frame, only it just steals memories from your brain and you can save them and pass them on to your loved one. Anyway, so there's like some of those, you know, strange future tech things, but it's a very... You, you totally understand the place because it's so well written, it's so well realized, and the characters are they they fit this this place so well. You play as two main characters. One, uh, the and I'll say the primary uh, protagonist here is uh, you're the you're this daughter. And you come home from this extended absence. You get to pick kind of you know light role playing as to why you were away through some of your dialogue options. Again, it doesn't really matter. I think you're in your mid-20s or something, and you're returning back home to Norco, Louisiana after your mom dies. Um, That's the setup for the story, and she kind of comes to the house and is wondering what's going on. Um, She does have a brother. She's trying to understand what's happening with her mom. At some points during the story, during Act 1 and 2, you will play as the mom at an earlier time point, and you kind of understand what she's going through. She's dealing with cancer and the first time you pick up with her she is planning like her end of life stuff um what is her legacy going to be and that's where that digital memory recording is and so you can kind of you know put her mind into these recordings that she plans to give to her daughter at some point and then she's got a ton and ton of these wild medical bills um because all the, the treatments she's been having to deal with there's just some insanely weird places in this um, like I said, familiar but weird. There's, for instance, this the, there's like this weird religion that's created, and they they're called the Cult of Garrett, and they uh, take over a dilapidated mall, and they all wear like 
blue polos and khakis, very reminiscent of Best Buy employees, and they all want to be named Garrett. And it's a just insane. And there's a, this app, this called this. It, it's like a DoorDash task app thing called Super Duck, and that's what the mom is in. Like she's you know, trying to pay her medical bills, so she's doing these things through this app. Um, and that leads you down some strange stories. A hundred percent, I recommend taking your time, reading the dialogue, understanding the characters, exploring the world, play it how you want to play it the first time through, then go through and use a guide to clean everything up. It is a breezy cleanup. The missables aren't, they aren't set up in such a way that you have to do something in like act one to set up something in act three. They're, they're pretty much right there. Like, Hey, if you're going to enter a dialogue with this character, there's a missable, make sure you talk about this thing. Um, so they're, they're all pretty straightforward with exactly where it is. There's also three save slots. So you can, you know, save at the beginning of a, an act, play through the act and then, save the beginning of Act 2, then go back and play Act 1 and see what you missed, right? And so that could be a semi-more efficient way to go through it. Uh, but, man, I can't recommend enough. And I will say, if it doesn't vibe with you right away, then it's probably not for you. Like, if you're reading the dialogue and you're like, what the hell is going on? Then I don't know if it's gonna if it's going to stick. But if you're reading you're like, this is super well written and this is messed up. I got to see where this goes. Trust me, it is worth your time to see where it goes because I cannot stress enough. It is bonkers. <laughs> Just bonkers. And that's Norco. Fun. Totally worth it. Again, you can finish it in the two weeks it's leaving. I do think that would be a disservice to the game. So maybe. Maybe tap onto it because it is gone in November. I'm almost certain. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I want to play this. Uh, you know, I was interested, and now I'm super interested. Uh, but I've got I've got some homework to do with Eastward, so uh, <laughs> we shall see how I, how that plays out. Yeah. All right. I think we're pretty much wrapping up. We did get the announcements of stuff that's coming in. I don't necessarily want to dive into it that much but there's a couple i mean I, there's three of these games I'm, I'm interested in uh warhammer 40k dark tide finally for the consoles my pc could not run it so i'm excited for the console release and i think yes. our group is potentially interested um also half of us yeah, at least half I, of us okay are. so two of us great <laughs> um that goes with from space as well um you just you just were introduced to this what today i guess yeah this just got announced uh it's a twin stick shooter looks kind of cartoony uh and you know i love my twin stick shooters mm -hmm. and uh i guess you know we haven't done enough of those uh uh that are kind of like actiony yeah um so this this could be good well, this we, could be good for the we group. had such a great experience with the ascent so <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> oh no the, how dare you how dare you speak that evil into existence don't yeah th this does look way sillier and 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 but i do like that four player co-op type action um the last one is like a dragon ishin which is part of the yakuza series uh this is kind of a one off where it's the modern characters dressed up or playing ancient Chinese or is it Japanese? Probably Japanese. Um, 
Probably Japanese, yeah. yeah. Ancient Japanese folk heroes and characters. So it's a strange one-off, but looks cool as hell. I These are super neat. I I feel obligated, though, to, like, do Yakuza 0 and go through. <laughs> it's like... Absolutely. Just, like, why I would you do that? I don't have enough time. Yeah. I don't have enough time. These look like awesome games, yeah. but, uh, they, I mean, they are a, uh, you know, they're a calendar unto themselves uh, to get them done. Yeah, so. for sure. Okay, well... We should probably wrap up, Koosh, because I'm already looking at our time, and I think we shaved <laughs> off like four minutes. Still, probably not oh, enough. Oh, we we did better than <laughs> okay. that, uh, and we'll, we'll get better as we go along. Uh, we'll, please Perfect. give us more feedback. There's just so many freaking games, and like they're they're all fun. Like these games are Game Pass fun. is insane, especially this time uh, in a year from now. It's going to be brutal because yeah. all the stuff that just got added is so cool. And uh, if they all go out at the same time, it's just going to be a Sophie's choice of getting it done. If you can't get it done now yeah. or, or in the next 12 months. It, it, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I, so I don't I don't want to continue to prolong this, but I, you'd be surprised to know I have a spreadsheet. And what I'm doing on my spreadsheet <laughs> is I'm what? tracking the games that leave Game Pass not only am I doing all the Game Pass stuff for this, right, the data, but I'm tracking my own personal interests in it. And so each month, you know, we lose like 10 to 15 games or whatever. And I have these columns of games I don't care about, games I completed early, games that I completed before they left the service, games that I've missed, and games that I went out and bought. And so of the 106 games so far that have left in 2023, 61 of them I didn't care about. 20 of them I finished in the two-week window, and seven of them I already finished ahead of time. So that's 27 games that I didn't have to pay for, that, I mean, like, pay separate for. And mm-hmm. I'm looking at this to justify that, yes, my money is <laughs> spent well, uh, but then I'm looking at these eight that I actually went out and bought, and these 14 that I missed and feel like I want, uh, they're on my wish list to buy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Do you track? Your... I do not track. Uh, it's probably better for everyone that I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I need to know. And I see that number, and I think, you know what, Brandon? You are you are making the right call by being a, a Game Pass subscriber. You are. Oh, I know I am. You're saving a ton of money. I absolutely know I am. Uh, and, and just like the cool stuff, because you know me, I like to play the indie things and uh, and a lot of the really cool ones come to Game Pass. So, mm-hmm. the brainer. Absolutely. Okay. With that, I think that ends our, uh, what the hell day is it? Early October, episode two, Game Passable. Thank you so much for listening, having some fun with us. Again, continue with the feedback we love hearing from you uh if you got any call outs on the service you want us to to look at or do whatever you know kush and i tend to have kind of similar game preferences so oh yeah there's overlap yeah apologies in advance for not diving deep into farm simulator 2022 but maybe next time maybe next time (laughs) maybe there's a clamoring for it okay with that uh kush anything else that i missed no we got it Got it. Wrap it up. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll catch you in a fortnight. All righty. Bye.